We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Well, hey, everybody. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode 15. Dang. It's 15, just like the song. <laughs> oh, and you're 15. Ah. I would start singing, but people probably don't want to hear that right now. My voice isn't so great at the moment. There's five of us here, isn't there? There are. For the first time ever, we have all five hosts. So this is Ashley. Belle. Emily. Haley. And Nate. And we have tons and tons of stuff to talk about today. And a lot of it is very exciting. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I'm really excited. There's some cool stuff today. And you know, I've noticed that people. I've noticed we've been getting some comments from people requesting us to give our not so subtle hints to things. <laughs> so I'm glad you guys like those and find them entertaining. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We've had some stuff up our sleeve for a while, and now we finally are able to tell you about a lot of it today on this episode. So, um, before we get started, just a reminder that if you haven't already subscribed to us on iTunes, you should go hit the subscribe button, and what that does is every time that we post a new episode, it automatically notifies you and downloads it for you, so you don't have to constantly search and refresh the page and go download it on iTunes. Um, you can do it automatically on your computer or your iPhone or iPod. And also, speaking of episodes being ready, we're... Sorry that this is probably going to be about a day later than our normal time, the time you hear this. Um, several of us were traveling over the weekend, so we we're recording this a little bit later. But I promise that it will be worth the wait. It will. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. We have some really, really cool surprises for you guys. This Most definitely. Absolutely. So, we might as well get right into our first big announcement. Um... We now officially have a SwiftCast store. Yay! Yay! All right. <laughs> um, it, it's really awesome how enthusiastic you guys have been as listeners and, you know, talking to us on Twitter and everything. So we wanted to really sort of expand and come up with some stuff that could be fun for everybody. Uh, so we started a shop on Cafe Press. So it's www.cafepress.com slash stuff exactly how it sounds and we'll of course link that on our site and twitter and basically um what you'll find in our store is a whole bunch of different types of merchandise that have like various witty taylor related sayings and stuff like that um sometimes we're funny we think we're funny so we came we, up we with try to be funny i think we're pretty we funny i think we succeed usually um, we came up with sort of, I guess, a comeback to the Abercrombie shirt, uh, which I guess I'll leave it at that as a teaser. So if you're interested in seeing what we came up with, you can go to our store and we have a, what we think is a pretty clever idea up there. And we have, you can get all different types of merchandise. So we have some shirts, messenger bags, stickers, and we'll be adding more things constantly. And, you know, we we all put a lot of time and work into the show. We love doing it. It's really, really fun. So if you guys like the stuff and you want to support us and you know, help us keep bringing you this awesome show every week, it would be really cool if you go check it out. And if you like anything, feel free to order it. Do it. I already ordered something cool from it for myself. Because, yeah. 
We're not going to spoil it too much, but go to the website, take a look, let us know what you think. You know we always want your opinions on everything, so let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see us add, and we definitely will do that. Exactly. So have fun with that, guys. We're, we're going to be adding new stuff kind of constantly, so just keep an eye on our social networking sites, because we'll update you whenever we add, like, a new product or, you know, design or something. So, Nate, you recently saw Taylor and Emily. You also did. Tell us about it. Oh, it was a really fun weekend. She was fabulous. Yeah. yeah um, so you were both at the the shows in Philadelphia last Friday and Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, some crazy things kind of going on the weekend, but overall, I think it turned out really well. So, yeah. So. Uh, crazy things crazy things it was it was it got pretty crazy i'm being well, serious first so. off on the first show i sat in the heat for like nine hours there were people getting pulled out it was like 105 it was, it was insane like 105 degrees they had medics like running in and out of the pit with people and like running them to the hospital we're assuming because they were getting lethargic like, there was literally a girl walking, and she looked like she was a zombie, and it was really scary. And they were, like, <laughs> I was waiting to give a pit ticket to someone, and they, like, threw someone over the barrier to another medic. Like, it was surreal. <laughs> like, I don't even know what Insane. happened this weekend. I almost that's passed really out. Some, I just really had to, like, focus meditation. on breathing. All the fans that we've got in that heat, it's pretty impressive. I'm glad that you're all okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad we are too. Well, let's talk about yeah. Saturday um, night. <laughs> well, oh, hold on. Geez. What was the wild card song on Friday? Oh, Friday was Safe and Sound. Oh, man, everyone was so excited. That was an awesome performance. She sang Safe and Sound for a girl in a meet and greet who had been in the hospital for a while. And it was funny because my friend, who had been trying to get her to sing Tied Together with a Smile, and I had actually been trying to get her to sing it with her, but as everyone knows, she won't sing it. But we got really hopeful that it was going to be Tied Together with a Smile, so we both started crying at the same time, apparently. We weren't together, but I started freaking out. But... <laughs> It was, you were it, freaking out, too. Uh, it unfortunately was not tied together. It was safe and sound, which was just as perfect and beautiful. We were trying to guess what it was beforehand, because those chords were really just kind of off. Anyway, yeah, great performance. It was awesome. Yeah, Friday night was actually a really good show, minus the heat. But I got yeah. a guitar pick. And Taylor was kind of actually... He, like... I was just, like, standing there, like, screaming at him for one, and he, like, reached into my hand and gave it to me, and everyone swarmed me. <laughs> so on Saturday things really got interesting. Oh man. <laughs> Tell us about that. So like if you guys haven't heard I guess by now like um yeah so right before um Taylor's like main show came on like she was scheduled at like 8:45 so like 8:40 or something like that. So after the entire the um, had already played. stadium yeah it was forced to evacuate like into the concourse because apparently there was this huge like thunderstorm coming. It was epic. So everyone's like confused and panicky. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we weren't. Uh, we weren't gonna move at first. Like I was in the pit. Um, like Emily and uh, like Tay Fabulous, Jill. Hey, Jill. Um, 
they were they were on the floor and um anyway they forced like the entire stadium to evacuate into the concourse so um so we we just kind of sat there like sad and wondering if the show was going to get canceled or not for like pretty good like uh i don't know an like hour and a half, half something like that yeah she didn't go on until almost 11 she basically went on when the show would normally be ending right yeah right exactly yeah how did they cram all of those people into the concourse? We don't, want to, talk, terrible. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so It's high. actually really cool, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, she yeah, yeah. She skipped three um, songs. She skipped um, You Belong With Me, Stay, 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 and Begin Again. But then she sang You Belong With Me on the B stage. I mean, all things considered with how late it started, I don't think it was that bad to skip three songs. Well, really, I guess only two since she sang it later. So, I mean, Taylor never wants to disappoint anybody. I think what made up for it is because everyone was just so excited that the show wasn't even wasn't canceled. Everyone was just so glad they even got to see the show. The, the actual excitement in the stadium when Taylor came on was like insane. Like the the actual like energy flowing around, and Taylor was really excited to be there too. So it just made for a really just a, a very good show. I felt like she couldn't believe that we were all still there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she came on the stage, it looked like she had been crying that we were still actually there for her. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I got some good pictures of that. She's like just very excited to be there. So it, it made she for a really know a good us show. By now. Like, come on, we are there for her rain or shine. I think it's cool that you played You Belong With Me on the B stage, though, because we never really get, you know, a raw acoustic version of that. Right, That's I thought that was cool, too. Like, um, like I really like the song, so that's probably the only show where that's going to that's gonna happen at, so just yeah. very cool <laughs> to happen. even And I was yeah. literally, like, ten feet from the B stage, so it was amazing. Except there was this crowd of people around it the entire time, and they didn't make the move, and I was so annoyed. So, Emily, do you want to tell us about the upcoming shows? Sure. There's actually two upcoming shows. They are July 26th and 27th in Foxborough, Massachusetts at Gillette Stadium. And this is actually kind of ironic considering what happened in Philly because the last time she played at the stadium, it poured. So we'll see what the weather's like this weekend. And you know, yeah, before this out again. before this Philly show happened, I had seen a lot of people like posting on Taylor Connect and stuff, saying that they hoped that it would rain for a show so Taylor <laughs> would play in the rain. But I just like when I see that, I just want to be like, you know, you realize that she got really sick last time she did that, right? Like we don't want that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And she had to postpone like a big chunk of the tour, which if that happened at this point, I don't even know that she'd have the time to reschedule all the shows. So I really don't want her getting soaked and getting a bad cough and canceling any of the shows. But hopefully, I'm sure those would be epic stadium shows and hopefully good weather. I just want to give a quick shout out. Like we met actually a ton of listeners over this weekend, but um, just a quick shout out to a few of them. Uh, their, all their Twitter handles are Tay Fabulous, Jill. Hi, Jill. Um, my choice is Tay thirteen, Samantha, Sam. She was actually yeah, she was really cool. We met her in the in the pit line. So hey Sam. Um Barry Swift, we met like on the way out of the stadium. And also Taylor Mindset thirteen, Katie. So also we met in the pit. So 
Very cool. I always meet the best people every time I go to the Taylor concert. It is the best part. We have a good Swifty community going. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for... Keeping up with Swift. So we just wanted to give you a reminder about Taylor's nominations at the Teen Choice Awards. She's nominated for Female Artist, Choice Country Artist, and Choice Smile, which is my favorite. I think that's adorable. Uh, Also, Choice Country Song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Choice Single, uh, Female Artist for I Know You Were Trouble. And Choice Breakup Song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. And um, it's fan voted, so in other words, go vote, get your vote on. Uh, You're supposed to be a teen to vote. That's all I'm going to say on that. You're supposed to be a teen. And you can vote at teenchoiceawards.com. So go get Taylor some awesome surfboards because she needs more awards to fill up her new Rhode Island mansion. She does. I'm sure it's sitting there all sad and empty. <laughs> exactly. Until all the Grammys uh, come rolling in. Air on um, August 11th on Fox. And next up, as you may know, since Taylor is very, very excited about it, she's nominated for two video music awards. And of course, we all know the history of what happened another time when Taylor won a video music award. So she really, really wants to win this year. Is the goat nominated too? <laughs> Sorry. She's <laughs> just just a question. So she's nominated for best female video for "I Knew You Were Trouble," and that video is also nominated for video of the year. And for video of the year, she's actually the only female artist in that category. So it would be even more awesome if she won. And I definitely think that of all her videos, that one definitely is a strong contender. And I think it should win. I mean, I'm biased, but I think it's a very, very good video. (laughs) (laughs) And Taylor promised to hold on to the microphone if she does win. Yes. So we have that to look forward to. And um, something interesting that... Something interesting that started happening yesterday was sort of randomly in the middle of the day, Taylor started retweeting fans who had tweeted that they voted for her. And of course, this pretty much caused Twitter to explode. And oh yeah, people got, you know, just a little bit excited about this and she doesn't usually retweet fans. And I was just wondering what you guys all think, like why she decided to do this. Like, do you think it's going to help her win? Do you think it's like a fair thing for her to do. What do you think? I think it's I think it's completely fair game. I like that she doesn't do it so much. Right. I I feel like I have the unpopular opinion of like I understand. I mean, it, I'm not. It, it obviously wasn't a very good tactic in terms of like obviously you're gonna send thousands of people you know tweeting that they voted about you because they want to get retweeted. So that was like a good tactic in that way. But like I don't know for some reason it just. To me, I would have rather that she just tweeted, like, some some really funny, witty sayings and, like, vote, you know? Like a voting link. I mean, I would have preferred that over retweeting fans. Well. Because, just because, and I would, just because you see, you know, 80 million people, my timeline was just filled with, Taylor, please retweet me! And I was just like, really? Timeline? Calm down. Well, we did get her clever little video over the weekend. True. That's true. And that was cute. That was cute. Yeah, but Ed, in, in what world does that make an A? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. I don't understand how two thumbs up made an Oh, a. you don't get it? That's Fonzie. Hey. You don't get I that? that. Oh. oh. Oh, I completely missed that. It's hilarious. You guys didn't get that? It was so funny. I was no. dying. Things realized during recording the episodes. 
<laughs> yeah, I, that went over my head. Oops. The Fonz man, come on. Like, for me personally, like, over the past maybe year, I've kind of lost faith in all of these fan-voted awards, and, like, I'll vote for Taylor, and I want her to win, but I never really go, you know, overboard with it or anything. And if she doesn't win, I sort of take it with a grain of salt and whatever, but... Just seeing her want this really badly it makes me really, 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 really want her to win. It just makes me really excited. Same here. That's true. And I heard, like, uh, if they do win, if they all win, then they're going to put out some sort of rap video. So yes. that would be really cool. Bug story 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, like, also, you know, while I totally agree that it was annoying seeing my timeline clogged up with only people begging for retweets because... That's sort of the relief of the fact that she doesn't really speak fans is that you don't see people begging for it all the time, like with other celebrities. But also, though, when everybody was getting excited over that, I was like, well, it's nice to have everybody all rallying together over something like voting for Taylor versus everybody making us look like psychos by sending death threats to the t-shirt company. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, getting in fights with other fan bases or whatever. Like, you know, there have been many other things when the fan base has gotten very overly excited, but it's nice to see that happen for a positive reason. It was very united. Yes. So, good job, Taylor. You excited us and you almost shut down the internet. So, some other exciting news for all the Swifties who live in England. You can now pre-order Taylor by Taylor. From theperfumeshop.com, which are really cool. So go check it out. It looks like they have the three different uh, things you can buy. We only had two here. I think one of them is the hair mist, and then the two yeah. sizes of the perfume. Yeah, that's possible. Or maybe one's the rollerball. So definitely go check out uh, the website and pre-order it. I'm glad that they have it, because I know that Wonderstruck took a lot longer to come to other countries. It did. Yeah, that's true. All right. Moving on a little bit. So today uh, got released the Everything Has Changed remix. Um, It's now available on iTunes. So um, Taylor's been tweeting about it. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. But if you haven't, then you can go check it out on iTunes. So um, it's available. So I I listened to it. I thought it was I thought it was really awesome. So. I really like the the fact that Ed kind of extended that one verse, so um, that he got a little bit more of a presence on the track. So it was very good. You guys should go definitely check it out. And we asked our we asked our Twitter listeners what they thought, um, and uh, we got a couple replies. Um, I tweet Swift said, uh, "quote I like it a lot. I heard it on Tumblr a few weeks ago. Uh, I love Ed's part in the remix a lot more than I do the original. I completely agree." Um, I agree and then, with that. And then 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13 said, I like it, but I don't love it. It makes me feel uncomfortable for some reason. Maybe I'm just too used to the original. I'm sure it will eventually grow on me, though. I know that earlier today, Scott Borchetta said that it was already number one on country iTunes and I think number 11 overall. So you should go buy it. it. You should get it to number one. It hit number two overall, I think. Oh, is is it already up there? That's amazing. See, when the fan base bands together, we can accomplish a lot. <laughs> so again, yeah, you guys can go on iTunes and you can download that song. Um, really, definitely do it. It's only a dollar. Just go do it. It's awesome. 
Yeah, it's really good. I, I like the fact that, like, the, like, uh, like I tweet Swift said, I like the fact that Ed has more of a presence on the song. I think it came out really well. That's my friend Sadie. Hey, Sadie. She's really cool. Yay, hi. <laughs> I love when people that I know write in without me knowing that they're going to, and it's like a nice little surprise on the show. I do kind of see what um, 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13 is saying. Maybe some of, like, the background beats are, like, maybe a little bit uh, overpowering at certain points on the track, but um, I don't know. I still really like it, though. Um, I think, I, I mean, I really love both versions, both the acoustic and this one, so, so yeah. I know that, like, sometimes when I hear a radio version of one of Taylor's songs, when I'm used to hearing, you know, the album version, um, it, like, it sort of throws me off, too, because, like, I haven't, I, I'm used to hearing Love Story, well, live now, because I've heard it live so many times, like, I'm used to, you know, just the regular version from, from Fearless, and every so often I'll hear, like, a weird pop version of it like on the radio or in store or something and that always like seems weird to me i'm still not used to it yeah those throw me off too see i like the pop version of it i think it's just like when you get used to hearing a song a certain way and then you hear a remix it just it takes a little bit to warm up to the remix just because it's not what you're used to hearing but there are definitely some times when i've when i've ended up liking a remix better than the original after i've like listened to it a few times let it kind of sink in so, some other news from this past weekend, when Taylor was in Philadelphia in between her two concerts, she actually went and visited the Children's Hospital, and um, there was a lot of really adorable pictures of her visiting with all the kids there, and she brought them a bunch of presents and merch, and I'm sure, like, signed autographs for them, too, and I don't know what to say about it other than... It was the most adorable pictures ever. You could see just how happy she made all of those kids. You know, what, what I notice about things like this is that she, you know, gets pressed for who she dates. She gets pressed for people literally just making stuff up all the time. But she doesn't get nearly as much press for the fact that she does this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, the only reason I knew about it was because Ryan Seacrest had said something about it because I think it was like his... I think he, like, has a foundation or something that works out of the hospital, so he posted or tweeted that to thank her for stopping by. But even so, like, is that on the news? Like, on the radio, on TV? No. You know, you hear about it, and then you never hear about it again. And I just... Obviously, Taylor doesn't do these things to get past. She does it because she just wants to do it. And I'm sure that she does so many other things like this that we just never even hear about. And it's just unfortunate. I really like that she went because I used to go to that hospital when I was little for, um, I used to have a heart murmur and I used to go there. So it makes me feel really warm and fuzzy that she went there. You know, it's like she has these two shows to perform, which I'm sure are beyond exhausting. And yet she doesn't spend her free time just, you know, lounging around. She uses it to do something like that. I think it's time for our second surprise. I think it's time. I think it is. Yay! Who's excited? Excited. Me. I am. Me. So, one of the things that we really love about Taylor, um, besides everything, is <laughs> her wonderful fashion sense, which is always changing. And we know that's something that, you know, a lot of fans really pay attention to and admire, too. And 
a lot of people, you know, often wonder where they can get certain outfits that Taylor has worn or just want to learn more about her style and how to sort of dress like her and whatnot. So we are now partnering with a very cool website. You may have heard of it. It's taylorswiftcloset.com. And basically they cover like, everything that Taylor wears. Um, they know where you can get it. And post articles about it and links to where you can get either the same item or a cheaper replica of it. It's a really awesome site. So we want to welcome the founder of the site, Jamie, who is going to tell us all about Taylor's Retour outfits. Hey everyone, this is Jamie from taylorswiftsposet.com bringing you Taylor's weekly fashion update here on SwiftCast. I thought it would be fitting to start our first segment on here talking about the Red Tour wardrobe since it has consumed so much of Taylor's time and because this year's tour outfits are so much different than the ones we've seen in her previous concerts. So I'm going to start with talking about her opener outfit that she wears for State of Grace, Holy Ground, and Red. And this outfit consists of a white lace blouse, black leather high-waisted shorts, red Oxfords, and of course her signature fedora hat. You may have noticed that she changed her white lace top to another white blouse later on in the tour, and both of these are custom designs by the stylist Marina Toybina, who as you'll hear created the majority of Taylor's tour outfits, as well as the black fedora. The shorts are a black coated custom design by the company Blue Lab, and the red oxfords are from Landvin and are actually still available online if you'd like to purchase your own pair. This opener outfit, Taylor said in many interviews, is her favorite outfit out of the entire tour, which doesn't surprise me too much since it definitely reflects her own personal style the most. She's been really into high-waisted bottoms lately, and Oxfords have been her go-to shoe for years, ever since she got out of the cowboy spooch stage back when she was a teenager. The second outfit is a sequined red mini dress with elbow-length gloves she wears for her 60s Motown version of You Belong With Me. This is also a Marina Toybina design, worn with the same Landvin Oxfords. And I thought this outfit was really cute. It kind of gave me a flashback to young Taylor when everything she wore was sparkly and just adorned with sequins everywhere. And then the third outfit for the lucky one is the real showstopper outfit out of the whole tour. It's got a real vintage Hollywood glamour feel with the long red skirt and deep v-neck. Toybina made a really genius decision for this outfit by making the long red skirt detachable so that for the next costume change, which is first day, stay, stay, mean, and the ho hey combo, it was super easy to just slip off the red evening gown skirt in exchange for the more casual dotted mini skirt with the red body stoop from the lucky one still underneath of it. A lot of the custom designs were also made like this so that Taylor doesn't have any mini wardrobe malfunctions like she did last year. And with both of those outfits, Taylor wore custom-made red ankle boots from Loduca, which is a dance shoe company based in New York. A fun fact, all of Taylor's dancers and band members wear Loduca shoes too. All the girls wear the ZZ boot and the boys wear the Roberto boots. And this is just so that, that it's easy to dance around in if they wear like dance shoes on any stage they go to. And then finally, the last outfit we're going to talk about today is the B-Stage outfit, which is probably the most exciting for you all to hear about because she doesn't wear any custom designs on the B-Stage, so all the pieces are available for you to buy. Page is where she sings 22, Begin Again, Sparks Fly, Everything Has Changed with Ed Sheeran, and the surprise song that she changes for every show. 
As you might have noticed, she changed the B-Stage outfit after her show in Winnipeg, just like her white lace blouse, to a very similar outfit, except it was a t-shirt and shorts instead of her usual sweater and pants. And this was only to accommodate the weather as she plays a lot of outdoor stadiums and it would get really hot during the summer seasons. Uh, the first version of the B-Stage outfit she wears is a Michael Kors striped sweater, Joy Pants, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, J-O-I-E Pants. Mew Mew patent leather Oxfords and a Charlotte Russe varsity jacket that she had customized with the red R for red. And, and more uh, cooler outfit. It's actually less expensive because there's no designer clothes in it. The short sleeve tee is from French Connection. The red pinup shorts are from Urban Outfitters, which are both stores that she regularly shops at. And she actually changed her shoes to the red sequin keds from her fall Taylor Swift collection, which I loved because you don't usually see celebrities actually wearing the products they endorse. So I was really happy to see Taylor sporting those keds and actually wearing her own line. So that's all I've got for today. Make sure to tune in next week where I'll talk about the remaining outfits from the Red Tour. If you'd like to purchase any of these items I've mentioned in this segment, the links are on our website, along with hundreds of other exact matches to Taylor's clothing. This is Jamie from TaylorSwiftsCloset.com reporting for SwiftCast. So we hope you like this first segment from Jamie. Um, we're going to have her back on a semi-regular basis, bringing us all sorts of awesome Taylor fashion coverage. So we should be hearing from her again sometime soon. She has even more outfits from the Red Tour to talk about, and then is going to be talking about all the other awesome things that Taylor wears. So if you have any specific questions about anything that she talked about or if you have any questions about where you can find something Taylor wore or anything related to her fashion sense, send them to us and we'll, we'll have Jamie answer them on a future episode. I'm totally excited for, to have her on, you know, with this recurring segment because I just, I know as girls, I think we all definitely want to know about this kind of stuff. I'm sure Nate wants to know all about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> he does. Hey, I was about to say, I, I want to know all about it too, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about this. I, I mean, I love so many of the things Taylor wears, and I just don't have the time to research all of them. Yeah, her site is very, very comprehensive and very detailed and up-to-date all the time. She does a really good job of it. And again, that's PaleoSwiftsCloset.com. And if you go on there, she actually has like just a search bar where you can type in any keyword about something Taylor wore and you'll probably find it. I think it's really cool that she's taking this initiative by herself to, to run this website. I think it's a yeah, very it good idea. Yeah, it can be easy. Very it cool. must take a lot of time. Right, exactly, yeah. So I think it's time for some other fun stuff. Mini segments. Yay, mini segments. Yay. So first of all, <laughs> yay! So first of all, we have um, a third mini segment hashtag to uh, add to our bundle. We, you know, as you know, I'm sure if you if you've been a, been a previous listener, uh, we have Swifty problems, and it feels like the perfect night. Uh, we are adding Swifty bucket list. So basically, yay. it's just you guys telling us as a Swifty like things that you want to hope to accomplish, like as a Swifty. So uh, we got an absolute ton of submissions for our new hashtag. So if we didn't read yours on this show, we have it archived and we will be reading them on future shows. So don't feel like we didn't include yours or anything. I promise they will be included if they weren't included today. 
Emily, why don't you kick us off with our first one? Our first Swifty bucket list is from Closest to a Cowboy on Taylor Connect. Their Swifty bucket list is to learn more Taylor songs on their ukulele. They know five right now and want to learn more. Then I can go to the concert early and play them for everyone waiting and get them even more excited. That sounds like a really cool Aww. and fun Swifty bucket list. That would be. Yeah, definitely. I know a lot of fans that, you know, play the guitar because of Taylor, but I don't know, I don't think anybody who plays the ukulele. I want to learn how to play the banjo. It's one of my favorite songs of Taylor's, Fearless Ukulele. Yeah, me too. I love that. <laughs> um, our next one is from Simply Swifty Wonderstruck 13 on Taylor Connect. And they have a number of Swifty Bucket List items. Um, they are Meet Abigail, Win a Contest to Meet Taylor, Have Taylor Point Me Out at a Concert, and Meet Meredith. That's a pretty ambitious list of items. I like Meredith it. Those are all on mine. I would love to meet Abigail. I mean, and of course Taylor, but Abigail is not usually that easy to meet. Um, at the Philly she's, show... She's, she's at concerts once in a while. At the first Philly show, there were, like, this group of, like, frat guys who had Merid- Meredith shirts on. It was awesome. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> Do you remember that, Nick? Shout out to those guys. I was just yeah, like, was so I cool. was like, you yeah. guys are my new best friends, just so you know. All right. Our next submission comes from uh, Twitter, at uh, Meredith1709. Um, she says... Not being allowed to listen to Taylor songs anymore because you annoyed all your roommates with things about Taylor. Swifty problems. I say just lock him out of the room. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Or blast it louder. I'd be, like, uh, if you got a, this is, I'd be like, hey, I live here. If you have a problem with Taylor, you can move out. <laughs> Put up even more posters around the room. That's what you gotta do. Alright, our next submission comes from Facebook. Taylor Waters says, when you have the radio on when you go to bed and Taylor comes on when you're trying to go to sleep and you can't help but sing along. Swifty problems. <laughs> well, I think it's a valid reason to stay up for a couple more minutes. Yep. Our next one is also from Taylor Waters on Facebook. It says, when, when, high, when the Highway I Don't Care video is finally at number one on CMT's Hot 20 Countdown and GAC's Daily Countdown, and you freak out because you've been waiting for it to be number one for weeks. Swifty problems. Yay! Congrats, Highway Don't Care video. We love you. <laughs> Our next one comes from Mexico Needs Red on Twitter. It feels like the perfect night to fangirl because Taylor's been using Twitter a lot lately. Yay! He has kind of been tweeting more. That was really cool. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of fangirling going on about that. Um, our next one comes from Kayla Schaefer on Twitter. And her script to problem says, Wishing I was able to see the Red Tour one more time. It would make my day a thousand times better. Aww. Aw, oh, Kayla. Aww. That's also my friend Kayla. I think she's become Hi. all our friends now. Yeah, she's really nice. By default. Kayla's pretty Bye. awesome. <laughs> Our next one comes from I'm I'm Grandinetti on Twitter. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. When you blow your speakers listening to 22, Swifty problems. Totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. The next one also comes from Twitter from 13 underscore score Swift fan underscore 13. It feels like a perfect night to vote for Taylor for the VMAs. Do it. Every night. Gonna be feeling like, like that for quite a while. Yeah. 
Our next submission comes from a brand new dress, aka Emily. Hi. Hi. Uh, Taylor not singing a random song on the base stage the second night and instead singing You Belong With Me. I don't know. I like that she's saying it, it, but at the same time, I see I see your point. But I just think it's cool to have an acoustic version of it because I've never had one before. But I, I think know, she like, probably... I know that it's like your last Taylor song and you wanted to hear it tied, so I'm sorry. I did. I, I'm still undecided about going to Gillette. Like, I'm probably not going, so... Oh, I think that Taylor was just probably worried that if she didn't sing You Belong With Me, like, everybody would be disappointed. Or at least people that, you know, haven't seen it as many times as you have. True. I thought it was strange when she didn't play it, like, through the first set. I was like, Taylor, like, was never going to cut this song. She said she'd always play Love Story and You Belong With Me, so. And then I was like, oh, you know, B-Stage. I was actually really pumped because that's got to be the only show she's ever going to do it at, so. I assume yeah, it was no. probably too dangerous for them to do the whole like, up on the top part of the stage thing right, with the exactly, normal performance yeah. of it. It wasn't lowering at all, so it actually, yeah, it stayed up at the top like during the State of Grace intro, so like flashing and everything, so. Did it really? I don't remember that. Yeah, it did. Oh, you missed it? Oh, actually, yeah, actually, well, when it went, um, when it went dark, um, then actually, well, I'm not sure if you guys can see it in the back or not, but up at Pit, you can see all the dancers run on stage and then like, um, like spoiler alert, um, you know, get in the holy ground buckets and then just like shoot up the cables up to the top. And they waited up there actually through the whole song, so they must sit up there like for the entire like first you know eight minutes of the show or whatever, just like suspended from those buckets. They so do. It's actually really cool. You didn't know that they do. No, I didn't. Yeah, so it was really cool. Oh, this is mine. We've been getting a lot of submissions for mini segments lately because you guys are awesome like that. So if if so if you submitted and we didn't read yours, fear not, we have it saved and it'll most likely be on a future episode. Yeah, if you submitted, don't worry, you're covered. <laughs> we love all of your submissions and we love keeping a long running list of them, so we're not going away ever, so we'll have time to <laughs> read everyone's submissions. And now for our main discussion topic of this episode, in honor of the uh, newest segment from Taylor's Closet that we heard a little bit earlier, we thought it would be cool to sort of just discuss Taylor's fashion choices over the years and share all of our opinions on what we liked and not liked. So, um, Val, you want to kick us off? Sure. <laughs> Um, I don't want to get thrown at me for saying this, but, you know, I do miss the, the cowboy boots phase. I just thought she had, she, I think it's more because she just found the really, she always found the coolest designs of cowboy boots, I think. I mean, yeah, there was a lot oh, of times yeah. more, like, brown cowboy boots, but sometimes she'd have really, really cool designed ones. And, like, I don't know, I just, I just missed that a little bit. And, like I said, don't throw fruit at me because I'm not whining that she's grown up or anything. It's just, that was just a personal favorite of mine when she had creative cowboy boots. I can see that. And my least favorite, um, as much as I, I love a lot of her fashion choices recently, I just don't like the high-waisted thing. I don't either. Like, she just has this obsession with high-waisted stuff, and I'm just, I, I can't get behind that. I don't know. I just, I mean, it's pretty and it's vintage, but for some reason, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of high-waisted things in general. It's not nothing personal. I just. I don't like the high-waisted, but really, really long skirt. It's, with her being tall anyways it just makes her super tall and just doesn't flow like if it's a high waist and a shorter skirt i like it then you get to see her legs my my favorite outfits is her fall 
whenever it becomes fall and she gets to wear like all the fall kind of clothes, like the pants and the or sweaters and the hats. I just love that style. I love her scarves. She seems more casual. Oh, and her, yeah, the scarves. The ones that haven't been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that, you know, weren't left at Maggie's. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have a two-second funny story for you guys. So, do you guys ever play Draw Something? Yes. Yeah. A friend of mine got the word scarf that she was supposed to, you know, make me guess or whatever. So instead of actually, like, drawing a scarf, she just writes with her finger, left it at Maggie's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, only my friends. I really like when you see Taylor in something, like, really, really casual. I know it's kind of vague, I, but, yeah. like, you know, when you see her, like, I mean, she always looks like a supermodel, no matter what, but, like, when you see her in just sort of random pictures where she's just, like, coming in and out of, like, a store or something, and you know that she's not dressed up and she just has on, like, you know, something that, like, you or I could wear on a normal day, and, like, there's this one picture from a while ago. It had, it ha- I think it was before, it was either around or before when Speak Now came out. And she's just wearing this, um, like, Wild Fox, if you're familiar with the brand. They have sort of, like, graphic tees and sweaters. She's wearing this, like, oversized sweater that says Love Potion number nine on it in, like, leggings. Oh, and I, I really remember like that, that photo. I really like that because that's something that I would wear. And, not because Taylor wears it, but just because that's like a cute, casual style. And I think it's just refreshing when we get to see her just, you know, relax like that. I think that's why I like Something her fall that stuff I remember so much. that she wore that I would wear is the fox sweater that she wore on an outing with Harry when she had um, Harry's hairdresser's little girl with them. Oh, yeah. They were like watching dolphins or something, and she had on this sweater with a fox on it. And I was like, I want that sweater. Um... My boyfriend works at Old Navy, and they had a very similar sweater there around that time, and it sold out, and they had people literally coming to the store for weeks and months, like, like begging them to get it back. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Nate, do you have any favorite outfits? Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, this is such a tough question to ask me, because I don't know, like, the first thing about fashion, but, uh, I is don't know. Is anything you well, remember seeing someone like, wear that you'd like? Well, yeah, if like um if we're strictly speaking like maybe about um like her award show dresses or things like that, like um um I definitely have like my favorites from that. Like um I really liked um like People's Choice Awards twenty twelve, I really like that one. American Music Awards twenty eleven, um CMT Awards twenty thirteen. All of those really. I think like the theme that I really like, um, that I really I guess enjoy when she wears those things is like she keeps it simple while being like really elegant at the same time, so I think that's just my kind of personal taste, so. I really liked the, I think it was like a dark bluish dress that she had on as the billboards. That's what you have to say it again. Oh, I don't know. Exactly, yeah. That one, I don't know. That actually wasn't a favorite of mine. I know which one you're, I think you're talking about the one that's like, that was like almost like metallic blue, right? Yeah. And it was like sparkly. Yeah. Did you say uh, the, the, the design, like I liked the color on her, but the design was just like weird. I liked it. I don't I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I liked the color. I like the unicorn shirt. Love, love, (laughs) love the unicorn shirt. I have that shirt. I now have it in the same blue color as her. There's really nothing Taylor wears, though, that I don't like. I mean, I don't know. I think she looks great in anything, so. Yeah, I've never seen her wear anything where I was like, how did you leave the house like this? 
I mean, there have been things that, like, are less favorites of mine than other things that she's worn, but I don't think I've ever been like, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> I loved her Grammy think... dress the year she won, like, the blue sparkly one. Oh, that one was really nice. Yeah. It's beautiful and perfect, and I want it. One of my friends, there's this one, it's, like, tulle, it's BCBG, and it has sparkles, like, on it, and one of my friends has it, and I'm really excited because my friend and I are the same size, so I'm like, hey, can I borrow this dress? Thanks. Taylor's, uh, Taylor's shoes, when she opens the State of Grace, you know, the red sparkly ones? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When we were in Omaha, the first time I saw those, like, I don't think I said this to any of you guys, but, like... The first thing that went through my mind was, oh my god, is she going to click her heels three times? <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked I loved them. I'm like, oh my god, she's wearing Dorothy shoes. They sell red sparkly kids now. Most of the things that Taylor, you know, creates for her fans, with the exception of, like, her own poor t-shirts, are things that, you know, she likes or would use or would wear. Like, I think we've all, you know, we all know that she actually likes kids. She really does like Diet Coke, you know, her fragrance is something that she wears because she likes it, not just because it's hers and she wants to promote it and stuff like that. But the one thing that I just don't feel like is something that Taylor would design, and I don't know if she actually did, are the purses and bags that come with her fragrances, because I personally think they are really ugly. I like one of them. Literally I love one my them. purse. It's one of the original Wonderstruck purses, and it's like the smaller one. There are two from the original Wonderstruck that I like, but there are way more that I just do not like at all. And the one for for Taylor by Taylor that's just lime green, I don't think, I just don't feel like that's something Taylor would ever wear. Yeah, I don't think the lime green either. Like, I understand that they're trying to, like, you know, emphasize the colors that, you know, are on a perfume bottle, but they should not have picked lime green. Yeah, I have, I have, oh, I have a Wonderstruck Enchanted that just by default came with my Wonderstruck Enchanted, but I never use it because I don't really like it. And then I have the littler one from the original Wonderstruck, and that's the one I do like and I do use on occasion. That's the only one that's like actually like the patterns are cool on it, but a lot of them are just not really special or classy or I don't know. So if you guys have any like favorites or you know things that you love or things that you really don't love. Uh, tweet us or get a hold of us and let us know. We're just curious. So we hope you enjoyed our um, our fashion opinions. And like I said earlier, uh, let us know, you know, what you guys thought. And we'd love to hear what some of your favorite things or least favorite things were that Taylor has worn. Um, and I'm sure that our friends at Taylor Swift's Closet would love to hear your opinions too. So I'm sure many of you know the many different ways you can get in touch with us, but we will list those all a little bit later. And now we have some really awesome new fan projects to let you guys know about. Our first one is the State of Grace show. It's a a fan on Taylor Connect is organizing auditions for a Taylor Swift-inspired musical she's writing called State of Grace. So it, she says it's still in the early stages. So for now, she's just asking fans who enjoy singing and would like to be part of it to email a sample of their singing. It's, she, they can either send a YouTube link, a SoundCloud link, a wave, an MP3 downloadable kind of files like that um, to her email. Or if you have other skills that you think would be useful in the project or think you can help out, 
please email her. Her email address is stateofgraceshow at hotmail.com. That's such a cool idea. That is really cool. I wonder what it's going to be like. Our next project is uh, the Tay Tay Times. It's a Taylor Connect uh, online magazine. That sounds so cool. And uh, that that is cool too. <laughs> we have a lot of cool fan, like all these fan projects that are really cool or that are new are really really cool. Um, this one is the magazine's going to feature uh, like reports by writers, um, interviews, performance and music video reporter, uh, Miss Know It All, which is going to be like an advice columnist, um, songbook reviews from like fans on Taylor Connect that post their songs that they've written, uh, red tour updates, and more. Um, yeah, so basically if you want to, like, be a columnist, I guess, would be the best way to say that, um, and, you know, you could do any of these, any of these various things, like, review songbooks, or, you know, give updates on the Red Tour, and stuff like that, if you've gone to a lot of shows, um, get a hold of the editor, and she would love to work with you. Uh, you can get a hold of her by either tweeting her on Twitter at Tay underscore news 13, uh, you can reach her on Taylor Connect at Taylor Connect Awards. You can email her at taytaynews13 at yahoo.com. So, um, yeah, if you want to, like, basically work on the magazine, let her know, and she'll, I'm sure, set you up with a job. I think it would be really cool if they took, like, fan submissions for, like, photographs and things, like, straight from the concert. I think that would be really cool. Oh, heck yeah. Our next one is the Love, Love, Love Teapot, and this is basically, um, a project where a fan is making a jar shaped like a teapot and it's inspired by Taylor's love 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 slogan and so just to give you a little background this is what the owner said about it I have personally seen the experience the vast amount of Swifties in the world and I know that Taylor has impacted us and changed our lives forever I also know that a lot of us have stories to tell things we want to say to Taylor and things that we want to give to her I've helped to assemble a team and we thought of a way you can all show Taylor how much you care about her. We all know a lot about Taylor and we know what she likes. We probably know the most about her besides her close friends and family. Because of this, we can write the best letters and pick out the best gifts that when she sees or reads will instantly make her smile and brighten her day. So, basically she wants you guys to contribute notes, gifts, letters, stories, guitar picks, or anything else that you think Taylor would like to receive or that you'd like to give to her. And then they're going to um, assemble them into a, they're going to take a large cap-shaped teapot and put all of these things in them. And then take it to the Tacoma Washington show on August 31st and try and get it to a member of Taylor's team. So that'll definitely be one of the more unique gifts I think she's received from the tour. I think she'd really like it. Um, if That's you a want really to, fun idea. Really cool. I think that sounds so cute. It's going to be really adorable. Um, you can email her at swiftjarproject at gmail.com and um, get more details and coordinate to include your gift to Taylor. Very, very cute. Our next fan project is a Swifty baking book. A fan is making a baking book inspired by Taylor Swift songs and she needs our help. The book is going to be a Shutterfly book, and she needs cake recipes, cookie recipes, cupcake recipes, brownie recipes, etc. based on Taylor's songs. For example, a peppermint back to December cupcake. This will be given to Taylor during the Red Tour, and she's going to write your name and a message that you give to her inside the book. To participate, please email 
her and forgive me if I pronounce this wrong at hoang.christy at gmail.com the recipe your name a message and a high quality picture of the product you are giving the recipe for she says thanks so much it's also first come first serve basis because she has a limited number of spaces so get your recipes in as soon as possible yeah, definitely. I think that's, yeah, um, I agree with Belle. I think that's such a cute idea. Like, I want to submit, like, a heart-shaped love story cake. Aw, that's good. It's so easy to make a heart-shaped cake. True. You need, like, a round pan and a square pan. It's totally something I can see Taylor actually using, like, and displaying in his kitchen. She be, oh my god, yeah, I know. True. We need to get the, we need to get this to Taylor. Definitely. I think she'd love something like that. Alright, so our next fan project um, is the Hearts Up for Ronan project, and uh, this is going to be happening at Gillette Stadium, so this week is when this happens, so um, basically um, they are trying to um, have everyone get these paper hearts um, and hold them up for Ronan during All Too Well to um, to support Ronan and, and his unfortunate passing, um, but yeah, if you're going to this show, they're trying to get everyone there to do this. So um, it would be really awesome um, if you did this. Uh, you can contact them uh, on their Twitter at Hearts for Ronin, um, and then they'll do the rest from there. They'll set you up with um, everything you need to know about it. So really, I think it would be very cool if everyone at that show, like 60,000 people at this show, held up Hearts for Ronin during all too I well. think my so. heart just, I think my heart just broke mm. reading... He will be watching from the best seat in the house. Oh my god! I know. Oh my god! That was that is not okay. My suggestion for this, if you're participating, is I would print out like thirty of them, and then I would just hand them down your row and Definitely. explain to everybody like in your row, you know, or like more like than thirty of them. Well, or more. Like as many. I mean, if you can bring stacks full, go ahead, you know. But if like if you want if you're participating and you you want to help, like I mean, obviously not. I doubt 60,000 people have heard of this project so far, so, you know, kind of help out with that if you're if you're going to do it, and, you know, bring as many copies as you can, and just kind of, like, pass them down in your section, and... All right, so a reminder, um, just for details on any of these projects we just listed, or all the other projects that we've mentioned that are still going on, um, you can visit our fan projects page at swiftcast13.com, so check them out. Yay! So it is time now for our Taylor Dictionary word. Yay! I love this segment. It's just fun. Uh, our submission was from Tori Swift 13 on Twitter this week, and her word is Swift Sense. That feeling when you get when you just know Taylor's going to be on the radio or TV, and then and then it actually happens. You know, like the Sixth Sense, but it's a Swift Sense. I nice. Like it. I think I have that. I see Taylor people. <laughs> <laughs> I see Taylor people. I do that when I'm, like, walking in a department store or something. I'm like, I think I smell Wonderstruck. Oh, my God. And I just kind of, like, look and... Nate, can you just come live in Philly so we can live together and be best friends, please? Oh, jeez. Nate? <laughs> Nate? I hate to break this to you, but a scent is one of the five senses. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. It's still a swift sense. All right. <laughs> if you say so. So, if you... Um, want to submit to any of our mini segments or just basically tell us what you think of the show. There are many, many different ways to get in touch with us. Um, some of them you may know already, but we thought we'd remind you anyway. So there's always our website at swiftcast13.com. There's our Twitter at swiftcast13. 
facebook.com slash swiftcast13. We're under swiftcast13 on Taylor Connect and on Tumblr, uh, swiftcast13.tumblr.com or swiftcast13.wordpress.com for our blog or email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com. And finally, don't forget to check out our new merchandise store that we mentioned earlier, which is at cafepress.com slash swiftcaststuff. That one is changing it up a little bit. Yay! It's the only one that's not Swiftcast 13. And then we threw you for a loop. Everything's Swiftcast 13, and then we have Swiftcast stuff. But we're keeping you on your toes. <laughs> so finally, we wanted to remind you about all of our giveaways that are going on right now. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. We have monthly giveaways around the week of the 13th. And then we also have random trivia games we play for prizes. So you can follow us at SwiftCast13 on Twitter. And you can talk to us on Twitter as well. Yes, we'd like to talk to you. We do. And we have our iTunes giveaway still going on. Uh, all you have to do to qualify is to rate us five stars on iTunes and leave us a review. And once we get 50 reviews, which we're getting pretty close, uh, we're going to pick a winner at random, and they'll get a pack of red guitar picks and a red sticker. So if you haven't done that yet, you should do it while this giveaway is still going on, and you can win. Also, it's just really helpful for us when you rate and review us because it like it the more reviews and ranks we get we or, or excuse me, the more reviews and ratings that we get, it like puts us higher up on iTunes so it's like easier for other fans to find us and, and listen to the show. So it's just it's really a good way to help other Swifties find the show. And then it's also good for us because we just like getting feedback from you guys. We like knowing what you like, what you don't like, like what you'd like to, if you have an idea for a, a segment we could add, or if you don't like something that we did. Like, we just, we want, I mean, we create this show for you, so we want to know, like, what you guys like and don't like, and we just really want your feedback. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook to be eligible for a future Facebook contest. Plus, it's a great way to keep in touch with us. Facebook.com slash slash SwiftCast13. There's a lot of excitement for one episode. Yeah, this is true, and there's still more surprises uh, upcoming in some future episodes. Exactly. We're always planning things. We hope that you had fun hanging out with all five of us today. I know I had fun with you guys. I missed you guys. It's always a blast when we can have everybody on the same... And we'll see you guys back next week for episode 16. Bye. Love, love, love. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.